little bit a uh, overview. This is the third sicha in the portion of Kedoshim in volume 17, Chelik Yitzayin. So there's a whole discussion here. We'll get back to it later on. The order, the way we find in the Pasik and the order, the way the Rambam set up his alochas. There's a whole discussion. We'll talk about it in a minute. But first, the Rebbe brings down, interesting, from the Ramban, What's the idea of kilayim? We know kilayim means a mixture of various different things. So you have like kilayim in the garments. You know, you can't have uh, wool and linen together. I mean, I say that first. The Torah actually talks first about, talks also about garments, but the Parsis says, talks about sewing a mixture. You can't have uh, grain mixed with trees, an orchard, you can't mix the different species. You have to have, all species have to be individual. And, uh, and you know, then you have by animals, you're not allowed to uh, uh, mix two animals together, you're not allowed to breed different kinds of animals. Even to harness, Ashur Nachamur, the Torah says, an ox and a donkey, which is not just to pull the wagon, you're not allowed to mix breed. So what's the idea behind all this? So the Ramban explains, the Reverend down from the Ramban, he explains that there is the nature, the way Hashem created the world. The world was created, when Hashem created originally in the six days of creation, Hashem said, each tree should make its own seed for its own kind. And basically there is a structure, there is a structure of nature in which everything has to be by itself. There is a separation, there is division. And when a person crossbreeds, when he mixes different species and different things together, he's basically going against the way the Abishter created the world to be. You know, he's like... Genetically, like we know today, they're altering all the kinds of, of the genes and various different kinds of things. That is the idea of kilayim, uh, trying to uh, change things from what the Abishter has done. This concept of changing things manifests itself. The Rebbe brings out very interesting in various different situations in which we see something, you know... Uh, very interesting. Uh, so we see, like, for example, uh, the Rambam brings down a halacha. We know we have to give tzedakah. Everybody knows you have to give tzedakah. Uh, and you have to give a lot of tzedakah. But yet, the Rambam says that one who spends shouldn't give up all of, should not take all of his assets and make it a hegdish and, or give everything up. And he says, if you're going to spend for tzedakah, a tenth, maximum a fifth, 20%. But don't give more than 20%. So what's, what is this idea? So the Rebbe self, here itself, the Rebbe says, is also the idea that Hashem gives us our uh, sustenance, our livelihood, our earnings, what we earn the money, and there's two parts in that, what we have. There's a part of that that belongs to us. Hashem gives it to us to be our money. There's another part 
which Hashem gives us as a uh, deposit that we should hold. We're like the bank for Hashem. There is the poor person. There is the institution. There is the tzedakah. There is the hegdash. Hashem puts the money by us, which Hashem wants to give them. It's not our money. It's money that belongs to the hegdash. It belongs to the tzedakah. But Hashem deposits it with you. You should hold it on, and then you should give it to them. The Rebbe doesn't say it here. The Rebbe says it elsewhere. So why does Hashem have to give it to you as a deposit for you to give them? Why doesn't Hashem just give it directly? This is not here, but the Rebbe says elsewhere. Why doesn't Hashem just give them directly? Because in that case, there would be no kindness, there would be no giving, there would be, everybody would be selfish, everybody has their own. Hashem wants there to be. So, therefore, there is a part of yours which is yours, which Hashem wants to be yours. And there's a part of it which is not really yours. It belongs to the other person. It's just sitting in your possession for the time till you'll give it over there. And therefore, the Rebbe explains that what means what the Rambam says. That's why the Rambam says that uh, don't give away everything. Because giving away everything, that would be like kilayim. That would be like distortion, distorting the way of Hashem wants. Hashem doesn't want. Hashem wants you to have what you have. But Hashem also wants you to give what belongs to the other person. You should give it. So don't distort Hashem by giving to the other person more than he deserves. Another example for that would be, we know that um, that Beisden would um, Beisden would announce uh, on Rosh Chodesh Ador. We just went through this, but Beisden would announce Rosh Chodesh Ador. Beisden would announce the Mishnah says that everybody should bring, get ready the shekel for the half shekel that each one had to give every year for the korbanos, which basically the sacrifices for the coming year they bought from the new contribution that came specially for that year. So they started it at the beginning of the month of Ador, but then they did something else also. They also basically told the people not to, to make sure in the fields there was... Uh, People inadvertently, you know, you drop grains when you're doing and you So if it grows 200 times from the seed, then it becomes kilayim. So Bezdin would tell the people, make, go into your field and dig up or pull out all the, around the trees, around everywhere, wherever it is, pull up the kilayim. That would happen on the first day of Ador. And then at the 15th of Ador, over there, the actual basin would set up tables so people would bring their shekels and, uh, for the contribution. They had, uh, and then and basin would actually send out people to go around the fields to make sure that to rip out all the kilai. So this whole idea of buying the korbonos from the previous year, so we're saying that you cannot use for the new year's 
korbanos for the new sacrifices from collections that you collected last year. If you have to have a new contribution, so the people on the uh, had to bring each one a half a shekel because the new korbanos, and that went across the board for everybody. Basically, would make sure you can enforce to, everybody has to give the half a shekel. What's the what's the urgency? What's the urgency? So what what would be if they use the last year's shekel for the next year? Well, that's the same concept. That would be a mixture. Hashem gives every year the needs and the obligations that you do for this year. The korbonus, which is the service, and again, the, the, the Jewish year, as far as the service, Hashem begins with Nisan, that's the beginning of the year. Hashem gave you this year for this year, and He wants that you should utilize your energies, all the gifts you give. It's not only that, as the Rambam speaks in the beginning, also He says that if a person who has promised to pay up the, the pledges and everything he says, Basin would go around and make sure that people do it all. Why? It's the same idea of kilayim. Not to mix the energies and the commitments, not to mix them from one year to the other year. And it's interesting, the Rebbe says that everything begins from Torah. So first we talk about the way it's in Torah. The Torah tells us to make sure what the energies and the opportunities and what we consecrated, the tzedakah from this year, the korbanis, that should be over here. Don't mix it into the next year. And as a follow-up to that, there's also the physical mixture. So you can't have seed uh, mixed with the trees, you can't have kilayim over there. That would also be a kind of a, of a mixture. And the Rebbe also said there's another aspect of it, and that's an aspect of uh, opportunity that a person is given. Not to mix up in the soul, this is, will be in the nefesh, in the soul, would be God gives us each one certain opportunities that we have to accomplish. And that means those are things that belong to us. It's something that it's our obligation, it's our responsibility to sort of take care of them. And we can't leave that for something yet for someone else. The things that we have to do, that we have to do them. Everybody has their work. And whatever you are given the work, so therefore that is something that you should do. So basically Hashem starts with giving us these laws as far as they're on the spiritual level. As we know the Torah comes as a blueprint from which everything else involves. So when you read basically in the Pasuk it says first don't uh, cut off the edge of the field. And what does that mean? So that is talking about basically tzedakah, the Rambam, 
discusses the level of peya as well, which is tzedakah. When you have a field, you must leave the corner of the field, and then, why? So who gets that? That goes to the poor person. Who gets to keep the rest? That's the owner. A little piece you give to the poor person, but the rest you keep for yourself. If you look at all the laws, they're all set up. Leket, shikha. If you only two, if it's three, if it's more, you know, basically, what does the law tell you? The law tells you, don't mix in what is yours with the other. You take your part, leave for the poor person his part, but you are meant to take the other part. So everybody takes their part. Then from this, the Torah tells us later on, don't mix. From this, we also get the laws as it applies to physically. Don't mix the, the different species. That's why the Torah says first, don't cut off the edge of the field. Make sure to give a little bit to the uh, poor person. And then the Torah talks about the, uh, the poor person. And there's another very important reason for that, as it comes out in the Rambam, is because it becomes a lot of the times uh, an issue becomes, well, how much do I really have to give? You know, there was a Turnusrupas Harosh, was an evil person, he challenged one of the rabbis, and he says, look, how could you give tzedakah to the poor person? If Hashem made him poor, how do you have a, a right to go ahead? He said that was kilayim, you know. <laughs> he says, that's mixing up. You're getting involved in God's, in God's ways. God created one person poor and one person wealthy, or he's given this one wealth and the other one not. Why are you changing those uh, scenarios? So the answer is, you're not really giving him away and you're not mixing up because you are actually giving them, as I said before, you're giving them what belongs to them. It's actually theirs. And when you're giving them, then you give it to them. So the Rebbe, the Rebbe explains the order in the Rambam, which, is the, which was the basis of this whole talk over here. The Rebbe wanted to know uh, in the Mishnah, and in the Pasuk, it, it has the tractate. It first it has the tractate of Peya. That's the corner, leaving the corner. And then it talks as the tractate of Kilayim. First comes Peya, and then comes Kilayim, which actually fits with the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, don't uh, cut off the edge of the field. And then it says, don't take Kilayim. And the Rambam himself explains that that is actually the reason why the Pasik, why the Mishnah writes first the laws of Peya and then the laws of Kilayim, because that's the order, the way it comes in the Pasik. First Peya, then Kilayim. So then the Rebbe, it's a tremendous question. Why would the Rambam change his own logic? And the Rambam writes first the laws of Kilayim, and then he writes the laws of Peya, and it's laws Matnesanim, part of the Matnesanim. The first laws are the laws of uh, Peya. So why does the Rambam switch the order in which he 
himself explained the Mishnah, and he goes and writes it a different order. The advice gives two answers. The Rebbe doesn't buy into those answers. I mean, those are challenges. I'm not going to go through them now. But he gives the answer. The Rebbe doesn't buy those. So how come the Rambam did that? So the Rebbe explains the way we read the order in the Rambam. See, before the laws of Kilayim, there's halachas of Orchin Vacharamim. So over there, in the beginning of the Rambam, over there in that last chapter, chapter 15 of Orchin Vacharamim, over there the Rambam talks about the laws that we just said. And that is that one should not uh, that when that you have to bring the korbonis, all the tzedakahs that you did for this year, you have to take care of it this year, and uh, not leave it for the next, not leave it for the, uh, the, the, the money, you have to bring new money for the new korbonis, which is the separation. That's the first thing. In the end of Dar Halacha, he talks about people, because then he talks about tzedakah. He talks about how do we apply it to people, that a person needs to go ahead and separate and give, but not to give everything. Because basically, what the Rambam is saying over there, you got to keep the boundaries over there. you got to keep what's yours, yours, and what's to the poor person is the poor person. Don't give him away everything. Don't give him more than 20%. Don't consecrate everything. That's the... So we're already telling the person that you have to give... But you have to separate. You have to know what part is yours and what part is the other person's. Then from there, the Rambam goes into explaining the laws of Kilayim because from the uh, spiritual level, from the level of Tzedakah, from the level of Hegdash, from those boundaries, we come to the boundaries the way it's the physical world, which is the Kilayim. And then, though, the Rambam has to have one more caution. Then we have an issue to follow with the laws of Peah. Because one can think, well, where's my boundaries? Then the person might think, you know what, I own everything and I can't mix it in. That would be like Turner said, you know, why are you changing anything? So then the Rambam says, no, no, Matna Sanim, Peah, you do have to give. You have to give. There is an obligation to give. That's the order, the way the Rambam has it. But uh, the, the way the Pasek has it, over there it's talking about, first of all, it talks about the idea that there has to be the separation. And from there, and the Tzedakah, that you have to give uh, a part to the poor person and a part belongs to yourself. And then he talks about the prohibition in the physical world, the prohibition climate. It's a, it's a little bit complex, but I find it very interesting, these ideas of sharing with somebody and realization that when you give somebody else, uh, you're not giving him yours, and that's why you're not mixing it up. And that's a, a strong encouragement for, uh, for people to give as much as they can, but it also legitimizes for the people to keep what, what is theirs, because it's, you have both. You have to give them what's theirs and yours what's yours. 
Just wanted to mention that the Rebbe explains in Derech Hapshat that the reason of the order of the Rambam, that the Rambam first discusses the way things when you sow them. So that's why we talk about first kilayim. And then he talks about when you cut the grain. Uh, that's why he talks about peyom. Rabbi shows how all the halachas go in the uh, in the order, the way it happens. And, um, and that's how the Rebbe explains it in Derech Hapshat, the order of Rambam. And in the inner uh, is the way we explain the inner, the Pnimis Yonim is as we explained before.